see me rolling. They hating, patrolling, and trying to catch me riding dirty. 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 So I got to ask you, you said, that, you know, you're not only recruiting football players, you're recruiting band members and robotics guys and stuff. Matt actually is a band guy. And. <laughs> What I'd, I'd love to hear your recruiting pitch for the band guy right there. What would that sound like? How are you recruiting Matt? I mean, he's a, what'd you play Matt? Like the flute or something? What was your deal? Uh, play, hey, I played hey, tight end. Matt, I know yeah. you don't have a lot you of You should have been wide receiver, buddy. Oh, that, we what we I hear. the American pie scene, you know, like late in the thing when they, yeah. <laughs> I don't know how graphic we can get, but you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I got you. He does. <laughs> well we would we would basically say hey matt you know why don't you come be a part of the band you could come play on friday nights at our puny little stadium that texas doesn't like and <laughs> he'd fit in because six thousand. that's what our softball stadium is in texas oh, would be perfect. there we go <laughs> no doubt welcome to the coach's lounge podcast Dedicated to the experiences from the real coaches' offices around the country. These are the great stories we love to share and hear from the gridiron, court, and fields across America. Now, join coaches Kevin Flanagan and Matt Marshall as they open the lounge now. Hey, there's no argument here. It, I was at Dripping Springs, Westlake. Yeah. I was at uh, Liberty Hill. I, I, you know, I went around all these places like, what the hell is going on here? This is unbelievable. Like you guys, I've hired some. You my stadium. It's a joke. I've hired coaches off of uh, Football Scoop, and uh, I've had some really good ones. Uh, Minnesota, uh, not Minnesota, Michigan, uh, California, actually up in the northern part, and then uh, down in the San Diego area, Missouri, Kentucky, and and that is one of the things when we go play games. A lot of them are taking pictures and sending their friends and going. This is the the jumbotrons every week and and oh, all right. that stuff. And uh, so yeah, Kevin. We don't even have Very lights fortunate. on our field. We don't even have lights. Yeah. Patrick's got to play a Saturdays at one. Yeah. Which is, we really? call Helios. We, so we don't even have lights. So we play Saturday at one. Most every, everyone else has lights, but we don't. So we call it Helios effect. And like we pray <laughs> sun God and we've made it like literally our home field advantage. It's 90 degrees. People are waking up eating breakfast. Like what is this practice? Then bam, here comes the Padres. And you know, we get false starts over there. We're like, yeah, Helios. It's like, we had to make it our deal, but we don't have lights. How YMCA is that? Well, probably because yeah. in North Cal, those people, they would just rather just stay and enjoy the sunset. You, you know, and, and the lights just ruin that. Dude, we that don't even matter. at our school. We don't we don't have a locker room at halftime. We go into the weight room behind the gym because yeah. we don't we don't have like a locker room with like because we can't see all the kids at your so school. Locker, our yeah. locker room so jacked up. So we got to go into the back of the gym and into an auxiliary weight room just so I could see and dress all the kids at one time. And then the visitors are in our wrestling room. That's where we still so, the visitors. You guys got to understand if we want to build a new locker room or we want to do something, we need a guy like Brian Panish to come in with. And there's not a lot of Brian Panish. It's Brian Panish Stadium at St. John Bosco. He's a great man. He's a Bosco grad. He's a, he's one of the best attorneys on the planet. Right. He's got money, loves the school, loves Jason. Boom. Yeah. Now you go. We don't have $60 million bond measures coming through here to fund <laughs> us all. You guys have it made. Who does 60 so million? That'd like be a little bitty school. We just did a 500 and something <laughs> million dollar. So we have a, we have two high schools fixing to have a third, but we just built a, for the two high schools, $50 million stadium. So, which means 
our school was the stadium. So now it's a JV sub varsity stadium. So our, our sub varsity stadium, basically turf. And obviously we have lights, but, uh, like that, it only, only, it only seats about 12,000. Yeah. Right? It's I mean, only a 12,000 seat JV stadium practice but, field. Yeah. I mean, it's who can fit. The only, the only sad thing about it is when you guys play California schools, all those 20,000 people are going to see Bosco do what we do. <laughs> you notice he didn't say Sarah. <laughs> well, no, you know like, why that's okay, not going to so happen Bosco, it's oh, not going to happen because I'm oh, not scheduling Bosco. It's not you're, not, oh, you're not the one coming to Houston. So when you come to Houston, Jason, uh, <laughs> what, what, we'll, we'll hit you all the good spots that, you know, aren't well, touristy. Katie, but the, we I want Sarah. What's the short list? We got Katie. We got Westlake. We got Tomball. Tomball. We got Tomball. Oh, Tomball. They, they were the fifth fifth best of the district in the third place in 6A this good. year. And, uh, I mean, I'm yeah. just saying, tied yeah. Katie for third. So Because like, up in Sarah, don't they play six-man? Oh, shit. No, or oh, 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 right. that's, it's a flag. Right. That's what next level is. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah we, we actually do that in the fall, too. Oh, All right. right, that's it. Let's go. When's the next <laughs> when's the open date? <laughs> okay, so let me ask you this then. Okay, so then it's an intense job, right? You just said, Jason, you're a hustler. You can sleep when you're dead. I get that vibe from you kind of thing, right? right. So if that's the case, it gets probably gets pretty tense in the lock in the office. Guys, you know, you got a bunch of alpha males, a bunch of everybody's pretty close. It's almost like a powder keg. There's got to be some things that kind of release some of the pressure somehow. Like there's got to be pranks or something. I mean, there's, there's got to be something. How would the coaches do there to decompress, kind of just make it more fun to pass the time? I, God, that's a, that's a great question. I mean, you know, it's, it is get pent up energy in here and, and, you know, and, and our office is just one big room here. I mean, it looks really cool in the backdrop, but you know, it's one room. Uh, it gets pretty tense. I mean, I, I think the one thing that we like to do around here is we like to go eat at restaurants. We got some good restaurants down here. Um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll try to go out and do some retreats. I mean, I'll tell you one thing. So every summer we go out and do a retreat and my coaches are like, you know, gosh, coach, you know, what, what do you, going to come up with next and, and we have an area called palm springs um that's near us it's kind of where frank sinatra and all those guys kind of had their little away from la area well in the summer it's like 900 billion degrees out there uh and you know we go out there and play golf for like 30 bucks on these pga tour golf courses and it's a beautiful beautiful area you know but every summer i take my guys out there on a retreat so i want to try to kind of entice them to want to be able to go through the grind of a season so I have an assistant of mine. Her name is Jessie. She's my DFO. And we're always like trying to come up with some ideas. And she's like, okay, I got this great idea. This is what we're going to do. We're going to get out in Palm Springs and we're going we're gonna to find an activity that these guys are going to like. And I'm like, all right, what are we going to do? So we've done escape rooms where I divide the team up, the coaches into in groups. And we've done escape rooms and we're doing these kind of fun things. Or we've gone to this big gondola that's gone up into the mountains where it's like 40 degrees cooler and did a hike when I almost lost my old line coach because he almost died of the altitude, uh, you know, altitude poisoning. He was just having a tough time. So this one year she's like, okay, man. And, she, and she's kind of an athletic thing. She, she was a, a, the moderator for the Clippers for 10 years and worked with the NFL. So she's really talented in those areas. She's like, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to, we're going to research and we're going to do some pool aerobics. Oh, it's so we go out there to Palm Springs. We go out there at a Marriott, go out there. And we have this dude. He brings a boom box, starts playing this. And I got 15 of my varsity coaches. Just a bunch of sloppy, big, 
meaty. <laughs> just dude, we got a couple pool. surfers on the staff. They look and they cool. give us these little like weights and we're doing these things and we're doing water Olympics. And it's just my brother who's on my staff. He blew his gut out and got a hernia. Oh my God. <laughs> so it's just like, that's what we do, Matt. So know, we do water Olympics. You know, I, I think maybe they're on to something, coach. I mean, the numbers don't lie. I mean, we, we Hey, we won a national title as a result. So guess what we're doing yeah. this summer? Water Olympics. Yeah, Matt, you got a pool. We'll come to your house. You know, um, <laughs> there's there's something to be said about that because most of our our guys Speechless. they sink right to the bottom. They they're not gonna be able to stand there doing aerobics I, in the water. I right? love the fact that Jason's sitting there and he's describing this deal and he goes, "Well, we got this place. It's it's called Palm Springs." And then he's gonna describe. It. I mean. Yeah, we know where Palm Springs is. We've, okay. we've heard of Well, we, well listen, I married a Texan, and I'm pretty convinced that she thinks there's only one state in the union. <laughs> well, she's, uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, just like Matt's wife, she made one poor decision probably. But other than that, very, where's she from? What part of Texas? Austin. What high school? Okay. Anderson High School Trojans. The Austin Anderson High School. So then you guys can drive by her old house when y'all go play them in, in Austin, Jason. <laughs> Okay. And, yeah. yeah, they're gonna. Yeah, Bosco's playing Austin Anderson this year. Yes. That's right. So, it, well, hey, that hey man, how many cities are you gonna drop in this podcast? And, and here listen, we need to, to do the announcement on this show on who you're playing. You no, know, can't do it. No, yeah. not this one. I mean, that when you when you're ready oh. to, we get back. Oh, we'll send out the hats. We'll send you like six hats, and you can do the announcement oh, yeah, no. with the hat on. Be awesome. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it, That'd be cool, know. actually. I would. So the That's actually, kind of a cool idea. Yeah. You got. Ooh, yeah, like there we go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hey, so I know, you know, and your coaches, you guys both have coaches that don't work for the school district, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Most walk, they're called walk-ons. Walk-ons. So in Texas, you have to you have to work full-time at the school district to be, uh, to be able to coach. And so uh, with very few exceptions, the exceptions would be if you retired with, I think, 25 years or something like that, you can coach. You can't be the head football coach and do that, but you can do some other things. Um, but – I know some of the guys that I've been around over the years, um, I've met some characters. And uh, I had a guy that uh, actually had worked in the forestry forestry industry. And uh, my defense coordinator got on the board and was kind of coaching up the defense and stuff, the defensive guys. And he's drawing up. I mean, he'd been going for an hour. And the guy goes, "Uh, Coach, let let me ask you a question here. What exactly is that C you have drawn up there? And he said, well, that's a cornerback. And I mean, the guy had no clue. And he said, I, and he keeps going through coverages and he goes, Coach, why don't y'all just, what we used to do is we just cut those receivers. We just cut them and they couldn't go out for passes. Wow, that'd be a lot easier. I mean, <laughs> this, this dude's crazy. Uh, but, you know, I've had coaches that have come up, missed the whole season and say they got pneumonia in their leg and all kind of stuff. <laughs> you guys, leg. yeah, you got, uh, I mean, I know you're dealing with some guys that are – I mean, it's it's a little different deal. They're rolling in and doing different things. Got any any guys that you've worked with that are like, yeah, this guy? I, I got a I got a great interview story for you based on that when you're interviewing a guy. So this was this was this is actually in when I hired Coach Lowe, I brought on different different guys. And that this is when you Coach lost Lowe Coach Lowe. Jason no, this Negro is when he's Coach Lowe. This is when, when he's like, same guy. Oh, okay. Huh? This this guy must be pretty good because you're bringing him up again. This is when kind of when Jason subject. when Jason this stole was, Coach Low or before five, four years before five years before okay. Coach stole. Just to put it in perspective, I got you. Now, did he did did Jason know him at this point, or he hadn't no. known him to steal him yet? No, he when knew he, he he was it was a five year plan to screw Sarah to steal my offense. So he, he wanted me to develop him, which I he did. Was, 
Okay. He was, it was just a short fat He was still Oriental guy at that too. point. I guess. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. they was, might, it's funny you said that because I was in my head, I was thinking you hired Jonah Hill. It's like who you were describing. Right. And then he's, and then he's, you know, he's Asian. And it just, I, I don't know why he didn't come out and say that first, but he was like, oh, we're PC here in California. I know. I just like, guys, <laughs> he's a high school norm child, dude. Yeah, I mean, come to high school. Hey, I'll tell you a great story. Before so you hire the guy that's like hey. the best friend in Spider Man. Is that what you're so, saying? That, pretty much. So yeah. Okay. So okay. before Patrick tells his interview story, I'll tell you one quick thing before we get off a low. So a couple of years ago, you know, this is probably like in 18, uh, 18 or the spring of 19 before the world ended with COVID. You know, when college coaches could come to the campus. Well, we're sitting in here and, and we're 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 having meetings and this and that and. And Lowe Lo does all our strength and conditioning too. So there's times where he's in the office and then the bell rings, he's got to run down and, and lift the guys and this and that. And I, I, unbeknownst to me, you know, I call Steven the little, you know, ch- you know, the, the high school Norm Chow. And so anyway, I, you know, come, Steven runs down. A couple minutes later, guy comes walking in, recruiter comes into the office. It's Norm Chow, the real guy. Oh, no way. <laughs> so I'm talking to him and I like Norm because he was at SC and, and, you know, he was recruiting us and, He's an awesome dude. Like he's got great stories. He's super intelligent. You just want to sit down and talk to him for hours and hours and hours. So Norm Chow's in here and we're talking and we're laughing and having a good time. And I'm introducing him to kids and this and that. And uh, anyway, he leaves, walks out. And all of a sudden, about two minutes later, Lowe comes running in the office. He's all sweating. He's like, look, looking left, looking right. He's like, I'm like, dude, what are you doing? He goes, where's Norm Chow? Like, what do you mean Norm Chow? Dude, he left. He goes, that was my hero. My hero. I had my one chance to meet him and you let him walk out the door. Oh, uh, man. Like, oh, sorry, bro. And then now the guy's retired, I think. So he never got to meet his hero. Okay. So and clearly I under, I know, <laughs> I know who Norm Chow is, right? But if anybody that's listening doesn't, how... What what is he a big deal? What's going on with him? Who's Norm Chow? Dude, he's like a legend. Legend. Offensive and coaching, offensive stars. coordinator. Yeah. Yep. Wasn't he? Did he start at Hawaii? I mean, I know he started getting great at Hawaii, and then he went to yeah. SC. Well, but he was in the NFL too, right? He was in the NFL. Yeah. He was with the Los Angeles Wildcats of the XFL. I know that because I'm a big fan. But uh, yeah, but in case anybody else doesn't, but yeah, I got you. So that so that's the same one that you stole that Norm Chow. Uh, Generic kind of baby Norm Chow look alike. He's still baby Norm Chow. Tried, tried to get Norm Chow actually from USC at that point, but just couldn't quite get it done there. Could you couldn't screw the USC coach, whoever it was at that point. Right. Gotcha. Fair I gotcha. Who were you talking about, Patrick? You were talking about so, I, we, we brought in a guy and we're sitting there talking. He's, you know, I'm, I'm interviewing for the offensive coordinator at this point, And this first guy I brought in and he wants to bring in extra protection. You know, you call in extra protection. He's going to throw a bomb, whatever. And the call for it was condom. Condoms, condom. I'm like, what? What is that? He goes, we're bringing in extra protection. Hey, buddy, we're a private school. I'm like, that's not gonna. (laughs) Actually, you know, the Catholics like protection and no premarital sex and all that, so it actually would have worked. But I just thought I was just cracking inside. I'm like, great idea. Yeah, I don't know, Trojan. Yeah, Trojan. I don't yeah, know if Father O'Leary is going to go for that, but I think it's a good deal. Yeah, correct. <laughs> rib. We want the rib Trojan, Mike. <laughs> like, oh, that's extra, extra protection. Like, whatever. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I thought that was a funny little story. <laughs> Thoughts in my head. I mean, uh, I've had some crazy coaches. I mean, I somehow I I attract El Salvadorian coaches. So I, I've had two El. That's Salvador- weirdly specific. Well, actually, 
shit, coach is going to kill me. I've had one El Salvadorian coach and one coach from Guatemala, but that's both Central America, right? It's the same. Yeah, South, it's the same. We call it South AG. Texas. We call it all South <laughs> Texas. <laughs> no, all those guys are on planes. They're headed to New York. They just get them out of there. So you guys should be thrilled. <laughs> I don't want to get too political here, but uh, Jason's got to go. I know. Oh, God, I'm, I'm getting fired. It's uh, yeah. <laughs> we take this seriously I, 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 in LA. I'll give, give you 10 minutes. I got 10 more minutes. This Don't you have to go to a basketball game? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little supervision tonight. You know, that's one of the All things right. us Trinity league coaches have to do Patrick is periodically we got to go supervise and, Oh, I, I, I gotta, I gotta earn my salary over here. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. No, I, I don't get that. My only, my only responsibility is to try to fundraise millions of dollars for Sarah High School. Right. But, but this is actually just an excuse that I told my wife so I can actually do this podcast and go to the game. Hopefully, she oh, never right. sees this because then yeah, she's not, this yeah, cut that out. Right. I, I yeah. Go. So, so they, they ask, they go, anybody want to supervise? Yep, I'll be there. Be <laughs> gone. Yeah. All right, so before you get fired, you got to make sure you ship us those hats then before you before you have to turn your keys in. <laughs> I got you covered. <laughs> so any weirds? Okay, so we, here's some of the debates that we've been going on through this through this the the evolution of this podcast. We've had coach what we had. We've had uh shorts versus pants. That right. was one. No, no had, chance you can wear shorts at a game, but go ahead next. Except for the national pants? champion. I wear pants every game. Yes, sir. So right you're a pants there. guy. And we you're play day games. In the sun, Helio style. So you've got, you, you, you're a pants guy, but you just said you're a worse coach and you have a worse program than the national champion coach who wears shorts. Doesn't matter. I stole your guy. He, and maybe you, if you were wearing shorts, he wouldn't have stolen your coach. He Doesn't was going matter. all in no matter what. Maybe so. Hey, hey, by the way. Hey, I got a great treat for you. Ooh. Guess who just walked in the office. That worked on Let's low. Go. Coach Norm Chow? I got I got the Coach high school <laughs> Norm Chow. Let me Just see him. Come on, yes. Coach Norm. Coach <laughs> Norm! <laughs> yes, sir. Legendary Coach Low. The best oh, Chinese guy. offensive coordinating what coach on the planet. Smiling, he said, "What is going on? <laughs> this is I this. have a new friend. I don't now. You don't know me, but we will connect. I can awesome. tell you that. Love it. Yeah. Looking forward to it. There's only one coach low. He's the very, very best. How do you feel? Hey, uh, he was so Patrick was was calling you Judas earlier. Is that true? Or <laughs> 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 or was he talking to you, Jace? I don't know. He was really bitter, but at you. But then he seemed to lighten up when you got in the frame. <laughs> I'll tell you what, we, uh, for another podcast, we got to go back to tell you how Patrick actually treated my good friend here. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh <laughs> the story contest that my friends is called a teaser. The, 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 we'll, need a, we'll need a psychologist on as well to help my guy with some therapy sessions. And, wow. He looks scarred. He looks like he's had a hard time. I, the video of this, I know it's an audio podcast, but the video of a while ago when we talking about all that, all three of your faces, it was like, oh, God. Yeah, we, yeah, yeah. That was, like, that was an awkward moment. It was a very <laughs> awkward moment. But these SoCal guys, some of them are such pricks. I mean, I don't know what it is. They get down there to SoCal. They're drinking the water. The sun's on their face. And they just turn it into, oh, hello. Hi. <laughs> He's talking about you, too. And that's my lady assistant, Jesse. I'm 
here to tell you you need a lady's perspective. All right. Okay, let's hear it. I could not be <laughs> more come to Texas. with anybody ever. We'll take I care of you in Texas. More about helmets and shoulder pads and twenty personnel than most women. So you need to have a lady on your show one day. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, you're in. We do. You need to be on, yeah. You we, actually, she could replace me, coach, and I would be totally fine with it. Sounds like you guys need you, we, you have a great. She definitely time. has better hair than you, and will be more viewership for no sure. doubt. For sure. uh, so, so uh, let's go ahead and put you on the on the on the spot there, Coach Lowe. Where were you happier, Sarah oh. or Bosco? <laughs> well, if it's about money, Bosco. Let's be honest here. About I mean, here, I gotta go. And, uh, congrats no. on the family and all that fun jazz. Which one is a better program or coach to coach for? Which one were you happier at? Uh, I'm not trying. We don't make things awkward, but we just want to ask a question. <laughs> I plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> what do you he got is, on right now? What are your shoes? What shoe wear do you have right now, Coach Lowe? Oh, it's Nike all day. Nike, hey, well, that's, well and, and Patrick's repping the Under Armour, so. Yeah. Coach, I that's what got us. He's also I repping the flip-flops, so. <laughs> Coach Lowe, when y'all come to, when y'all come to Houston – Hit Those me up. I'm going to so show you nasty. where all the they're all the so nasty are. on the top right there. They're trying to pick the city. There's only one sandal, and it's a, it's a rainbow, rainbow. sandal. And, they're talking rainbow, footwear. Rainbow is in San Clemente, California, which is right down That's the road. That's correct. South Orange County, where the, where the real people live. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a porno company. No, no, that's that's Van Nuys, California. Oh, oh, oh. hey! Why the fuck do I know that? <laughs> I wasn't so, gonna say anything. I don't judge, I'll, man. I, I we interview great. a guy. This is a great deal. We you talk about interview stories. So I'm at the junior high, and they say the junior high principal goes, "Hey, come down. I got a coach applicant down here. I want you to come down here and and look at it." And so he sends me over the resume, and I start looking through the resume, and it's yeah, I've coached here, I've done this, that, whatever, and then. He talks about his previous life, which is in the film industry, and oh, he puts it on the the application. And I, I wish I could remember the name of the movie, but he's bragging about the movie, and it's it's something like two sailors return home, and it, I mean it's it's something you go, oh, I got it. This sounds like Chickabow now, you know. It's, it's I got to check this out. So we go through the interview, and it's it's a little awkward and stuff. It's like this dude, and so I go back to my office, and I. I Google it and oh yeah, well the sailors come home and, and you know, they uh, meet some. What you thought friends. it was? <laughs> it's like, dude, you put that on your resume, unbelievable! Wow, yeah. Was it on Golden Blonde? It's a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> <Or> Forest Hump. <laughs> wow, Coach Low, you seem oddly uncomfortable right now. I don't. I mean, no. He's got oh, like he's two, 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 two loves are fighting over him. <laughs> Coach Lowe, national championship offensive coordinator. Player. What um, we pay more than Bosco uh, here in Texas. So I'm going to pull. I mean, I'm going to pull a Jason Negro. I mean, <laughs> coming to Texas, cost of living's way down. No, you know we're you know free. Do what you want. Yeah, West, I mean, West we're playing in front of 40,000 people this year. I mean, you know, it's 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 a deal. I mean, I, I don't know, but. <laughs> Coach Lowe, we've also been talking a bunch of shit about how Bosco's going to roll any Texas team they play. So yeah, I'm putting. He's been, dude, he's been burying us. Dude, straight pressure. We're going to find out soon enough. Straight Yeah, pressure. I know. So when you guys end up going to Del Rio, what you'll do is just let <laughs> us know that <laughs> we'll, we'll make sure that you don't get hooked up with nothing but the best of the best. You just got to let us know when you're going there. We need some Tex-Mex, man. We need some yeah, Tex-Mex. Yeah. We, yeah, we yes. call it Texican. Texican. Yes. Yeah, that's how we do it. Too good. 
Too good. <laughs> I mean, I I ate, I was in Texas for a week when I, when I saw you guys at AFCA and all that. All I ate was cheese and ribs. <laughs> that's like that's not healthy. You that's can't crap for two weeks. That's you, what we oh, do. We're all full of crap. Oh my goodness. That's what we do. There, there's goodness. there's there's no no wondering why we are the fattest state in the union. But uh, that's what we do. That's what we do. But we're not wearing shorts. Coach Negro's up there to work a basketball game. Coach Lowe, what are you doing up there? You just you got nothing going. What you got? They're going? lifting, crying in the weight room, getting ready for that Texas that's team. That's all we're doing. No, he's five thirty. Six thirty. No, we do all our. Uh, it's six. Well, it's almost seven now. We uh we do all our youth stuff on Tuesdays and Thursday nights. Like our youth, like we don't have we don't have um, junior highs. Like you know, like teams that are six, seven, and eight that kind of funnel in. So all of the all the work that we do is with youth kids um, through like some external organizations and Steven's out there working with them. Uh, and then my, you know, a bunch of my freshman staff and, and guys are out there as well. So they just got off the field. Wow. That sounds like a lot of work, man. I, I, a, you know, I you're paying that guy. While you're in here <laughs> no. messing around on a, on a podcast, he's actually earning a living. I, right. Right. I feel so guilty sometimes. Like, you know, I'm up here and I'm doing this and screwing around with YouTube, but, 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 but not, he, he knows he didn't mention guilty at all about the whole stealing coach low, Patrick. <laughs> it, it, he didn't mention that one time. Coach low. Were you stolen? Were you stolen by the Braves? Yes or no? I may have been, uh, taken on a pirate ship. <laughs> you were poached. You were poached. He got on the pirate ship. I call him the pirates. The same he was pirated. pirates. Mike Lee. Yo, ho, yo, ho. I can, <laughs> when they win a big game, I just shoot pirate ships. To the guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. All right. Hey, I got to get, get rolling here, guys. Yeah, man. Thank you for doing that, man. That was awesome. Thanks, Absolutely. No worries. Go uh, slow. Have coach low. <laughs> I'm going to see you on March 6th. Yeah. When y'all come out to, when y'all come out, just south of Galveston, we'll we'll let you guys know <laughs> where to go. What are y'all all playing right. on an oil rig south of Galveston? That's you're right. in the Gulf. That's right. He's just picking all the spots, trying to trying to get right. <laughs> right. So make sure you guys uh, send me your address. You know, Kevin. You know, send it to me, Matt. I'd like to hook you guys up. Yeah. Uh, awesome. dude, this has actually been awesome. It's kind of been really refreshing to be able to do something that's completely different from the norm, um, and let us, you know, our personalities come out a little bit. I really appreciate it. And I know, man, you guys will probably want to keep going with Patrick there, but yeah, I got to go do my due diligence down in the, uh, Hey, I'm going to come out and see you guys. Uh, what's the best airport LAX or orange County, orange County, orange. I'm in or, or long beach. If you can fly into long beach, it's even closer. I don't know if I can get to long beach. Come out on March 6th because we're going to be doing a little next level event. A bunch of coaches are coming in. So, and then we'll, yeah, then we'll get you staying down at Huntington and we'll, we'll take you out. To Huntington Beach, and we'll take you out in the nightlife, and you may not go back. Well, I mean, we're that's, not that's our- right. Let me be. So, oh, my wife. Yeah, she's in the other room. So, yeah, got some lady friends. No, I'm- <laughs> you Coach Flanagan. Wanna- There's a lot of pretty people out here. In I know. I'm out on Co- that. Coach Flanagan, I got you mispronounced- that's all I got. You mispronounced we. You said me. Oh, my bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's right, a guys. kind of an M, but you flip it upside down. It's easy. Uh, yeah. Jason, hey, Coach Long. Bye, guys. Man, thank you. Appreciate all. you guys so much being on here. Thank Coach you very much. <laughs> we talked about always going to be the new face of the podcast. I got to fill him in on what's going on. About. I yes, get it now. Sir. I get Love. it now. Hey, it was a pleasure. You guys have been awesome. Thank you for 
you know, given us a platform to talk about high school athletics. I mean, in this great country, high school is where it's all about. So I just want to say thank you. It's an honor. Um, and anytime you need me in the future, I'd be more than happy to, to come and join you. There you, you go. Man. All right. You promised. So now you guys have to come back and do it again. Can't wait. Thanks, guys. Absolutely. Thanks, right, thanks, Coach. See Appreciate y'all. Right. Am I off the hook yet, or I'm still? He's on the out hook? now, so you can talk yeah. some crap now. Now oh it's my just tear it up to get rid of. Uh, Dude, that guy is so full of shit. I can't even tell you. <laughs> <laughs> He's a, I, I, listen. We we go through these things, and and you know, like particularly in, in leagues, I call them 364 friends. You know, you're 364 days of the year, your friends. And one time you play, you know, each other. And what we learned through this COVID thing is, is like, we're all the same. Like we love the kids. We're all coaches. You know, our kids are getting screwed. I mean, we got even closer, you know, through COVID he fought down in Southern California. I fought up here in Northern California. We went after Newsom and, you know, it was actually really homogenous. We got things together and we got the state open and Jason was a big part of that. So I'll, you, you were know, the we, man you were, I keep hearing that over and over and over. You were the, you were the freaking man in California. That's impressive. I mean, that's that you talk about leadership and vision vision. I mean, you, you freak took on Newsom and y'all won, y'all got it open back up. Yeah. And I, I feel like all great things are born through pain and 2020 was really tough on me. And, and they talk about people going through mental illness and what this has done. And I wasn't meant to be trapped in this room doing zoom calls. Yeah. And my soul really suffered. I went, I went into a dark spot. That's why the, the Joker and the Batman, that's my favorite thing. And I felt like I got, I got tossed down in that pit and my back was broken. My spirit was broken. And, and, um, I came down with tinnitus, which is a constant ring in the ear. It freaked me out. I had panic attacks and fear. And without my lovely Austin wife, I, I don't know what I would have happened to be honest with you. And we got through it together. And when I came out of that pit, I'm like, this is not right. I, I, I can't do this anymore. Teamed up with Ron Gladnick, who was the head coach of Torrey Pines. He was, he was an absolute warrior teamed up with Justin Allenbaugh, De La Salle. We met the right people, Newsom hired a guy named Doug Hendrickson, who's a big sports agent, but they were best, best men in the wedding type deal. And uh, we just went to work. And that happened December 20th is when we put, put the Golden State High School football coaches community together. It was just an idea. I ran the idea by Justin. We need to build like a monster thing. I met Bradley Hensley from Let Them Play. He had 500 parents. I said, what's your goal? He said, a thousand. I go, no, your goal is a hundred thousand. And we teamed up, we built a ground small moment momentum. And on February 19th, 2021, the state was open 60 oh, days. Yes. Hey, this is what I've said before. And, and I believe this, I believe this with every fiber of my being, we need coaches running more. Th we, I mean, Newsom, get the hell out. We need a coach in that spot. We need coaches. How this country would be so much better if we if coaches could run stuff and make decisions and they'll piss people off. Hey, it is what it is. Everybody's not a starter. Get your mind right. But it's I, we need I, more I'm coaches in leadership positions for this country. Get it right. Well, you look at you know Tomball High School or or you know Sarah High School, Bosco, wherever. Like we don't care. You know, we're the only colors I see at Sarah are blue and gold. Yep. Yep. And right now our country's so fractured when it comes to color and 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 everything. And it's like, what what is that? We're all Americans. Yeah. And like what we do as coaches is that there's that huddle poem where it's like you, you bring the guys in the huddle and this guy's Jewish and this guy's Christian, this guy doesn't even believe in God, and this guy's black and this guy's white, but at that moment, no one cares. 
And you go to a, you go to an NFL game. No one cares. You're just all rooting for the, for the Niners or whomever. And I just, I, I feel so disappointed by our leadership for, for fracturing us. And I, you know, love is at the center of all this stuff, to be honest with you. And we don't have enough of that. And we need, we need people preaching unity. That's right. And that's what coaches do. Yeah, and you, right. bring up, you just brought up a great point. You know, like name one other entity other than sports or sporting event or something like that that does bring that together. Maybe concerts or something yeah. like that. But yeah, other than that, sports and and that's Hooters. You know, when you, Hooters does. But uh, you ever been to a Hooters restaurant? It, it does. No, but all all sports fans are fans of Hooters. So I mean, it's the kind wings. of one of the, love the wings. So I love all the especially the three mile. Got to go. Yeah, for sure. But yeah. no, I mean the but the only the only colors you see are the ones you love, or the ones that you want them to win against. But there isn't. I mean, I guess there are some if you're from Philadelphia or something that they get a little bit intense up there. But oh, yeah. there's really yeah. not that. It doesn't matter what you are. It matters who you are. You know sure. and. Yeah. That's that's a rare thing right now. You're, it's very this has been a political time. ad paid for by the yeah. support Patrick Walsh for President uh, 2024 <laughs> ad. So I will yeah, I will I wear that hat that proudly too. Yeah, I need to put that. Yeah, because I heard I heard I heard Newsom did a fantastic job. <laughs> I really don't understand what all the fuss is about. <laughs> Look, he's he he's my teammate to open up the state of California for three million kids. And I was very happy to, to absolutely. Join. That's your guy. That is a very political answer. I, clearly, you are on your way. And, and I, can I just be just? Uh, <laughs> can I get appointed some kind of just leech job so I could just be sure. there like a parasite just to observe? Can you be just Listen. my handler? Can you just make just keep everyone out of my way? And yeah, like, you look like the guy who beat the shit out of someone. So you're in. I, oh, I would God. more than happy. I would be more than happy just to pay this, just clear it out. So that make Coach it, Low, make it, make it Coach Low could be your running mate. Just think yeah. of the possibilities. The Asian. I mean, we would have the whole Asian population. I'm running. in. Coach Low. I'm in. I mean, look, I could never do politics because can I say as that? football coaches we, we we deal in in. I don't mean to bring up colors, but black and white, yes and no. Your right foot went out, your left foot went out. You made your block, you didn't make your block. You know this the, the that environment that I was in for that short amount of time. It, you know, in my world, one plus one equals two. In a political world, one plus one could equal seventy four. It's like what? So I don't think I, my personality wouldn't fit in there. Cause if I have any gift in this world, it's making things that are difficult, simple. And that's why I've struggled so much since 2020. It's like, yeah, wait a sec. That's not really adding up in, in my world. I don't know. Well, yeah. let me ask you this then. So then what, uh, what specifically brought you out and, and, and how, and, and then, and how, how do you feel? Did it change you? Are you this back to the same Patrick Walsh that went to that dark place? Or are you, somehow a version of that same one that's maybe changed a little bit because of it. So I'm severely claustrophobic and that claustrophobia brings out the best in me, but also brings out the worst in me. So I like to get, I love meeting people. I love being out. I love trying to, you know, bring football to as many people as possible. I can't be done by a bell schedule and that, that helps me, but the concept of being buried being buried alive is a very big issue for me. The gift of tinnitus, and I don't know if anybody's listening to this and if they want to talk to me, the gift of tinnitus has helped me understand how to live with in a claustrophobic environment because I can hear it right now. I'll never, it'll never stop. And the first doctor I saw is like, you're just gonna have to learn to live with it. And you say that to a claustrophobic person, it's like, 
I'm being buried alive by the sound. It'll never go away. I didn't sleep for a month. Is that how it feels? Honestly, it feels like you're being buried alive because of the ringing in your ears. Well, I, I feel like I'm being buried alive because I, don't, I feel like it's never going to stop. So if you get buried, you're I like, gotcha. I can never get out. Never. This is how I'm going to die. So even though I knew, even though I was intelligent to, enough to know that it wasn't terminal, it wasn't going to kill me. But this con the constant ringing in my ear made me feel like I was being buried as I'm living like I am right now. So that claustrophobia triggered everything man. massive panic attacks, you know, fear leads to panic and a panic attack. I wish I do not wish a panic attack on any human being on this planet. It is awful. And I'm a guy who feels like he's in control. So how did I get out of it? I had to go to sleep. So once I learned how to go to sleep again, because I spent the whole day worried about going to sleep. I'd, I'd get no sleep and then say, how the hell am I going to go to sleep? my house is i'm outside in my backyard putting it was bizarre so then oh no uh, was it putting or potting because i mean it's legal up there that'll help that would help <laughs> yeah I, that, I mean if you just got some of that mary jane i mean it's pretty easy up there to obtain i hear oh dude there's no that's that's legal we there's ease.com i mean there's <laughs> you, you just call oh. someone they bring over a bunch of weed it's insane so, there you go that'll put you to sleep i hear but it has that has a psychedelic effect too oh right? so, and, and the side effect of marijuana can be Paranoid. panic. Yes. So that's not a winning not business a model for me. It's not my deal. So anyway, long story short, I went to bed. I figured it out. Um, I learned how to get over the fear. I talked to a psychologist who, who helped me, you know, twice a week, like, you know, just getting through and understanding, understanding that uh, I can, I'm going to be okay. And it took me about three months to do that. I was off the grid, basically. Hmm. Um, but the beautiful thing about it is my buddy has a house in Hawaii. And I'm, I mean, a house in Hawaii is like an understatement. It's like a $25 million house. And I called him up and I said, I got to get out of here. I, I just have to get out. You know, I know you're there. You're going to be there for, for Thanksgiving. He goes, no one's been there since March. Go. So I stay there for three weeks. And in that three-week period, I mean, this place is unbelievable. Out on a rock in uh in the Wailea side of Maui and I just prayed I literally just prayed and I I got I'm a surfer so I got in the water and I just prayed and God led me to the point where he said you're a fighter you're a warrior you have to lead these kids out and that gave me purpose again and then that purpose which has always been my purpose is to be with guys like you and people and kids was reignited and I found I just came up with the idea of bridging the, everyone together, all the coaches, all these parents to fight for kids. That was it. Wow. Ah, so do you feel, do you feel you're stronger because you've gone through that? hundred percent because now I I've learned how to deal with my claustrophobia. So tinnitus forced me to deal with my biggest fear. So now, now when I feel trapped, like I, feel, I sometimes on planes, I'm like, oh shit, this is not going well. Like I've, I've learned how to get through it. So, so I imagine, is that, is that helped you? Is there helped you? Can, I, I'm, I can only imagine it's helped you connect with your players on some level, because I mean, a, a bond or something in common that normally wouldn't have been there. hundred percent. No, we, we had the most magical five game season in the spring and I'll never forget this team. We, we were doing we were doing jumping jacks with no balls because COVID obviously exists on a football. <laughs> and it was the most bizarre time ever. And we had the best attendance ever. Our kids showed up. We were like Amazon. Our program grew. 
because the kids knew that we were fighting for them. We had a group behind them and we would, and they know now truth, truthfully that I would die for them. And those kids like came out that five game, that team would have been a state championship team. No doubt. But we played powerful thing. Yeah. That's a powerful thing. When, when that's the one thing with coaches that I've, you know, talked with Flan that we hadn't, I didn't, I mean, you feel like you're going to feel these certain things when you go into coaching, but when it's something that's magical like that, there's no other profession. When you get that groove of that right set of players from circumstances and that feeling, and there's love there, that's oh, yeah. unmatched in any occupation. You're right. And you put it together and the journey comes together with, you know, our, our three core values are love, brotherhood, and humility. So when all those things come together and the kids really understand it all, which and humility is a concept, I, I I'm still working on trying to figure, figure out exactly what that means. But, um, you know, when, when someone can deal with everything with humility and love each other and, and be a true family and you're going out and doing your thing, there's just nothing better. I'm with you. So can you- Coach, I keep asking these questions because I'm so fascinated with what he's got saying. I'm sorry if I'm cutting you off. If you need to jump in there, go for it. Well, I'll give me give me one more. I'm sorry. Can I have one more? So, so exp- can you explain to me what this next level thing is? Yeah. So again, I, I I believe all great ideas are born out of pain, at least in my life. And whenever I've been in the deepest tunnel down in there in the the Batman cave, like good ideas have come from it, like opening the state of California, and that was the darkest tunnel I've ever been in. But I had a kid he was a kindergartner and this was 12 years ago now or so 12 years ago um and i put my son into a flag football league here in san mateo and i was just miserable about how he was being taught the game so we went over opened up the gates at sarah high school stole, stole some flags out of the the pe locker and we just said hey come on over and join us at sarah we're going to do some flag football 40 turned into 80 80 turned into 100 Parents were showing up with with Starbucks travelers. And I'm like, I had a panic attack because I, I didn't have enough stay. It was just me and 100 kids. You're getting buried by kids alive. I'm getting literally getting buried by kids. <laughs> so then I brought the Sarah guys out to help me. And that's where the kind of idea was born. When those kids look up to the, those kids, when our little kids, the kindergartners, look up to the Sarah kids, they don't know if they play for Sarah or the San Francisco 49ers. So I said, you know, with my partner, Lance Smith, and the, you know, we've, we've become really t- tight. What if we started a flag football league where the head coaches of the teams were student athletes that we pay and not the parents? And that was it. So at Sarah, we had 400 in year one and 800 kids in year two. And like, we got something here. I was like, hey, if this can work at Sarah, can I work at my alma mater, De La Salle? There's 800 kids playing there now. If it can work at De La Salle, can I work in the North Bay? There's 800 kids playing at Marin Catholic right now. Hey, if it can work in high school, can it work in college? SMU has 800 kids. TCU is doing it in the spring. Rice is doing it right now with 200 kids. Westlake High School is doing it right now. The first first best league we've ever had with 431 kids. They're playing on, on every Sunday now. And basically it was like, all right, we can take what we did at Sarah and give this to other coaches it's a fundraiser for the coaching staff because I pay the coaches to run it. We rent the facilities and do all of that. You know, it's it's a uh, it's just a it's a something that when I started at Sarah, I didn't know that we'd have twenty two thousand kids playing twelve years later at sixty sites, and that's that's what we do. So then, you know, coaches are going to do it next year at Tomball High School. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Be awesome. That, that's be, been actually that's been the the to talk amongst the coaching staff and and the the public like the kids 
the kid's parents, you could hear the buzz that that's something that heading the way there's, I don't know the ins and outs of it, obviously, yeah. but there is definitely a buzz knowing that it's coming, you know, heading that way. Yeah. And, wanna- and then, look, it's real simple. Coach got it right away. Well, this is awesome. Why wouldn't I do it? Easy. So we got to get the coach to support it. And then we got to get the facility, which we have a 12,000 person stadium on campus. Maybe we could play the championship games in the $50 million stadium. Like we want to create, we want to create memories for kids. We want kids to sleep in their jerseys at SMU. They practice in the indoor run through the tunnel and play in the stadium. That's awesome. Like we want kids, we want kids to love you sports again, man. You get nine games, maybe 10 at the bigger sites and you're done. You know, like it used to be, we're a one trophy league. We don't believe in participation medals. If you win, you get the trophy. If you lose, you cry. That's the way it is. And we teach that to kindergartners through eighth graders. It's the way it's supposed to be. So just bringing some old school values back to youth sports, teaming up with great guys like you that, that love kids. We can pay our kids. You can fundraiser for your staff. That's what next level is. It's a, it's a simple idea, but also difficult to execute over 22,000 kids. So we had actually, and, and Pat knows this, Patrick knows this. When, when I first met him, we, we did a zoom call and he kind of went through this and I told him that myself and defensive coordinator really saw a void and an opportunity to build in our program. We needed, we need to build, um, through flag football is what we had decided. Um, community, support we need to get we want our kids here we want them all to be cougars and so we were going through that and we actually kind of had it on the board all the way down to the stuff we need to buy and everything and and um you know we saw that need and then i was hooked up with patrick and when i heard what he was saying i said man this is exactly what we need this is what we were talking about but better and they've already done it and so why do i want to reinvent the wheel and I want to team up with this dude and I want to roll what they're doing. And so uh, I, I, I wish we could start tomorrow here, but you know, we're going to do it right. And I want, you know, this time next year, I want Patrick to be sitting here saying, man, the number one, Westlake's number two, Tom Ball, Texas, number one. They started this. 431 is the number. 431 is the first rookie number. Oh, we're going 432. There'll, there'll be 900 kids plus. at Westlake next year. We So we're going over 431. 31 and in your community and in communities that are so tight, like Texas, we could have, I mean, it's a joke how many schools we could have in Texas. It's so amazing oh, yeah. how much love there is for football and kids. And the, the communities are so tight scoring a touchdown. And then at dripping spring stadium and Tomball high school, like this is what it's all about. Absolutely. So, and if you want to be, if your school wants to be involved in next level, uh, just contact us and mention the coach's lounge and uh, Patrick will give us a, uh, he'll support the program. Yes, I will. Be awesome. <laughs> no, I'm, mess- I'm kidding. We. <laughs> I know I will help you out. Are you kidding me? This is a team thing, man. I'm not going to lose one friend. I'm not going to lose one friend over money. That's it's not really. happening. But you so. will lose a coach. Don't get it twisted. Oh, well, I'll lose. Yeah. Well, coach. Well, I got to take my son to basketball, man. I wish I could stay here with you guys all uh, night, but, um, Hey, this has been awesome. I, I appreciate you guys doing this. And so I'm going to yeah. hit you up because I know, you know, a ton of guys and you guys were so good. Uh, I want to be able to, uh, you know, we want to be able to, to branch out. We've got some California listeners. Um, I don't know who they are, but we've got them out there. I can see them, but, yeah. uh, we appreciate them. Them and uh, India. It's a big. It's it's dead even. India and California right now. So um, don't blame them. No. Well, hey, there's a billion. There's a billion people in India. So if there's an an Indian football coach out there that wants to do next level flag in India, I'm in. 
Yes, sir. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Let's get a big country, man. Yes, Those kids will love yes, playing yes. black. <laughs> man, well, appreciate you being on, man, and spending time. means a lot. And, uh, no doubt. Um, I'll do it again, man. I love you guys. And I really appreciate this opportunity. Like coach Negro said, but the coaching fraternity, man, is the very, very best. And I love, appreciate what you guys are doing, bringing us together. And, you know, I know a lot of people enjoy listening to you guys. So I I appreciate it. And then the next time we're on, I'm on a, I'm on a no drinking, uh, kind of deal right now because you saw me in texas you know eating all that queso and and stuff <laughs> deal so next time i'll have a couple coors lights with us all right yes turn it loose <laughs> all right so we're gonna hold your feet to the fire on this you're gonna have to come back now you already committed now so you have to do I'm this in. again i'm there it is. awesome well coach thank you guys and everybody else we will see you in the next episode of the coaches lounge thank you see you guys great job see you man thank you all right thanks pat appreciate you buddy here you go that was cool yeah, that was good. I don't think there's a lot of editing necessary in there. Yeah, of course you don't. I think it's perfect as awesome. it is.